I'm Luka Doncic and this is Lockdown Mavericks Podcast. He could be a freak on the court and on the shit, oh you God. know what I'm saying? Welcome. You are locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and coordinator at the Lockdown Podcast Network. And joining me, as always, my co-host, contributor at Mavs.com, the Greek gone god. One more thinking. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Here we are. This is the day after. Giannis signed the extension. Pour one out really quick. All the dreams. All the hopes are gone. But there's a lot of positives uh, for the league, and uh, we're going to hit it from every angle today because, I mean, selfishly, I tweeted this out today, but, like, selfishly, we obviously wanted Dallas to have a shot at pitching Giannis and to uh, the shot at pairing Giannis with Luka and to have this generational pairing duo in the league. We wanted that chance, and the the Mavericks wanted that chance too. But they didn't get it. He could have went to somewhere like the Lakers – he didn't. He stayed uh, with his team in Milwaukee. And uh, if he was not going to go to the Mavericks, the Milwaukee Bucks is the team I'd want him to be with. So here we go. Obviously, on today's show, Isaac and I are going to get into the the uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo signing. There's all kinds of angles, like he said. We're going to talk about why it's great for the Mavs in, in, a, in a roundabout way, why it's terrible for the Mavs in the most obvious ways. And then get into what the Mavs do now. I mean, what what is the Mavs' plan now? Feels like you know a lot of people have said, "Oh, it's just Giannis or bust." It's not necessarily that. We've mentioned that a couple times in the show that it's not. So we'll get into that. But before we do, today's episode is brought to you by Ten Ten. Ten Ten is an exclusive collection of ten one of a kind engagement rings designed by ten of the most distinctive designers working today, using only diamonds responsibly and sustainably sourced from Botswana. 10 design masters have each produced a uniquely beautiful diamond ring launching exclusively on January 18th at BlueNile.com. This exciting limited edition collection of diamond engagement rings launches on January 18th and you can preview it exclusively at BlueNile.com. All right, Isaac Harris, let's get into the Giannis Antetokounmpo signing. So Giannis signs his extension, $228 million contract extension, the super max that he could sign for a player of his, you know, years in the NBA. Your initial response, mine was, all right, well, moving on. I was I was waiting for this day to come. I was hoping for, you know, Giannis to not sign it, and then we would just continue to have the jokes, and it was a long shot. It was a pipe dream for the Mavs. It was something that, you know, they were clearing cap space for, but I, deep down, I never really expected it to happen, right? It just seemed like such a wild thing. Like, what... The Mavs team would be so wild if Giannis joined Luka and Porzingis. It was possible. It was there. But right now, you know, the dream is dead. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of people expected him to sign the extension, uh, you know, especially after they got Drew Holiday. Uh, Even with Bogdanovich, you know, deal not working. When they made the Drew deal, it felt like you only make a deal like that uh, if you know you have Giannis in the bag for the long term. It does not mean that we couldn't have speculated and had fun with it and wanted Dallas to have the chance at it and that Dallas looked like they were planning to do that and to give themselves the chance at it. Uh, Because in that planning, to give the opportunity to have a shot at Giannis, 
they didn't sacrifice anything. And it's like what we've said a, a million times. It's like, all right, would you have wanted them to hand 20 million to Gallinari, uh, you know, for the next, you know, couple of seasons? I don't know. So it's not, it's not like they were sitting here today saying, man, they didn't get X player last year or, a, you know, two weeks ago. They chose not to get that player. And we had a report that this player, whoever it was, wanted to come to Dallas, but they said no because we want to give our shot, you know, have the shot at Giannis. None of that happened. It's not like they sacrificed a ton of stuff just to have the shot at Giannis. They're still really good. The Mavericks are still really good. We still have Luka. So, but it is, it, it is a little, like we wanted that chance because we do have this generational talent in Luka. And we don't, I don't want to overstate that because this is a moment you're like, all right, we have been planning for 2021. We wanted that shot at Giannis. We wanted that shot at pairing a generational pairing of Luka and Giannis that would have been probably the favorites for the next, I mean, however long. And now you have to ask you, if we're looking at the bad of this and getting this out of the way uh, for the Mavericks, I think if you got Giannis, it would take the pressure off the health of KP a little bit. And it's something where now if you know you don't have Giannis in the bag right now, you, know, you don't have a Giannis type of player in the bag right now to where I think it does put a little bit brighter light on KP's health moving forward over the next you know few years without having that that guy in there. So I think that's one of the things. And the long term, we don't want to do this like really, but like the long term Luca outlook. I think if you got Giannis, that's I mean you locked in Giannis and Luca for the next however long. I mean two, two or three contracts. I mean you pair Giannis and Luca. I, I think that would increase even higher that we're looking at, you know, maybe a whole career for Luca at that point. I'm going to push back on that because we've seen, I mean, the Miami Heat team broke up, right? It's not like they kept But they know, didn't did they get together at this age though? They that, LeBron that's, that's was 26. Thing. That's a, that was the same age as what Giannis would be. Yeah, but Luca would be 22. He joined Wade after he uh, Wade won titles and stuff. You're pairing Luca at 22 with Giannis at 26. I mean, that's a that's you're, insane. And you're basically only saying, you know, if you got Giannis, then it would cause Luca to sign that max extension after his rookie deal. That's that's really he's the, probably going to sign that anyway. I'm just saying, right. I, I think it would be more. It would have been more likely that you would look at that if you got Giannis and say, all right, what would be besides like a bigger market if you want to say, but like you would have you would have a team around you guaranteed for the next, I mean, how many ever years. I don't want to say, I'm just saying they would have been more likely in my opinion, but you still have, I mean, yeah, anyway. Yeah, it would It would be, it would be. I think no one has turned down that max extension after a rookie deal from the team that drafted No, 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 yeah, so he's far, definitely so. going to take that, yeah, for sure. So, yeah, that's the contract that you'd focus on, but yeah, so that's, it's not going to happen. A trade could still happen, something crazy, right? He signs this, this thing and demands out. We've seen crazier things happen in the NBA. We've seen players move and... Hey, this is a long contract. You know, this is what a four-year extension. He was he signed on to this. I think that uh, or four or five-year extension. He signed on to this. Two years from now, if the team's not good, Drew Holiday leaves. You know, all that stuff. He could want out then, and he doesn't seem like the guy that would demand a trade. But who knows? You know, <laughs> we've seen th- th- crazier things happen. So, all right, the uh, some of the pros of this, and then we'll we'll move on to the cons later. 
He didn't go to Miami or a team in the West. He could have gone to a team in the West, another team. You know, somebody could have made some cap space. Something could have happened there. Or he didn't go to Miami. Miami seems like a big threat. I think the balance of power, you know, still stays the same. And so I think yeah. that that's a positive for the Mavs. The Miami thing is not a super, you know, if he went to Miami, they would meet them in the finals maybe if they got, you know, if they got there. But yeah. I think that that's a positive, that he stayed in Milwaukee. It's a positive for small markets. It's a positive for all those teams out there that are trying to keep their superstars. So if you're a fan of the NBA and fan of the league, I think this is a positive thing because you want those stars to stay where they are. You want that that name recognition for teams. You want all the teams to have chances. You don't want the, the league to just be L.A. and Miami and, and you know, yeah. like, yeah, Lakers and Miami, and that's kind of it, right? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. It's like... Hey, I, what I said at the beginning, if, if Giannis didn't come to Dallas, uh, not only did I not want him to go to Lakers, but not the Western Conference right. and st- stay in the East, keep the East uh, still trending upwards with these really good teams in the East. And it's like you said, it's like, man, I think it's really good for the league to see a team like this. I, I, I was ha- I was happy for Bucks fans, man. I was happy yeah. for their organization. I was happy. I mean, it just it would be a Dirk left for the map for Mavs fans. Right. It would be like that. Yeah. It's like I before the title and like all that stuff. Yeah, true. it's like if I if I was a like just me reading his Instagram post and reading his stuff. And he's like, "This is my city. This is I'm staying." And I'm like, "Go! I'm getting hyped for you." And I'm not even a Bucks <laughs> fan. I was just I was happy for the organization. But I know I tweeted this day, but it's like we don't see these guys very often. We don't see the Dirks, the Stephs, the Tim Duncan's, the Kobe's of the world. These guys that stay with their teams their entire career. That means something. That holds an extra weight because we just don't see that hardly ever anymore. Team, guys want to bounce around. They want to team up. They want, and and th- that's their thing. I, I'm not like, I don't, it's kind of a weird way because I think it holds more weight when you you do stay with the team, but I don't like hold it as a negative really when te- when guys like go to somewhere else because I'm like, hey, you do you like you want to do like your own thing with your career, it's up to you. But it, there is something special about that. And if Giannis stays in Milwaukee, if he wins a title and he brings something like Damian Lillard staying with Portland, it seems like for now and all that stuff. If he stays there and wins a title, it's gonna be like a Dirk thing, and it's gonna be a lot of lot of fun for that city. And I think it's really good for the league because you don't want the league to turn into this. Hey, just go to the big markets, all that. And I think it's a good sign for Dallas fans with Luca too. It's like, all right, I'm gonna contradict myself here. <laughs> what Giannis staying in Milwaukee? I think that makes you like, all right, cool. If Giannis can stay in Milwaukee. Then you know, long term, five six years from now, wherever it is, yeah, Luca can do that too. So, <laughs> so Giannis coming would make Luca stay more, and Giannis exactly. staying would make. We're just playing both sides. We're I just said our, I'm gonna contradict myself. Hedging so our locked on bets here today is what, what we're doing. By the way, go subscribe to Locked On Bets and follow it on Twitter. Oh, look at you! Look at that company, company man, company man over here. All right, coming up, we will actually tell you why Dirk Nowitzki was the cause. Of the Mavs missing out on Giannis. Not once, but twice. Oh, We'll talk about that coming up. But before we do, Headspace is your daily dose of mindfulness in the form of guided meditations in an easy-to-use app. If you need help falling asleep, this is where it really helps me. Headspace has wind-down sessions their members swear by. And for parents, Headspace has morning meditations you can do with your kids. Isaac, you've been dealing with some teething. This is definitely something that you could benefit from doing some morning meditations. Do you think that your <laughs> do you think your son would do any kind of meditation with Headspace? Hey, Headspace is giving us money, so 
Um, I'm going to, I'm going to bank on Headspace allowing me to meditate with my two year old. Headspace is backed by 25 published studies on its benefits, 600,000 five-star reviews and only in over 60 million downloads. So a bunch of people have tried it. A bunch of people have used it. A bunch of people were satisfied with it. You deserve to feel happier and Headspace is meditation made simple. Go to headspace.com slash locked on NBA. That's headspace.com slash locked on NBA for a free one month trial with access to Headspace full library meditations for every situation. This is the best deal offered right now. Go to headspace.com slash locked on NBA today. All right, Isaac Harris coming up on locked on Mavericks. We have a game preseason game. The last one Thursday night. You are pl- maybe planning on being in attendance. I might be at that game. I might be one of the few people at that game. We'll so see. We'll, we'll see. have we'll hopefully have Isaac's perspective of being in the arena, what it's like, and all that. So subscribe if you're not already, and listen to the show. Listen to the show after we'll have a post game every single game, including this last preseason game against the Wolves. So tune in. All right. Before that, we talked about and mentioned the Dirk was the reason why the Mavs missed out on Giannis twice. Now, diehard fans will understand this and know exactly why I said this. Maybe some of you didn't didn't know why I said that. So this time, we talked about Giannis wanting to stay in Milwaukee, wanting to be the guy that stayed in a city, wanted to build something of his own, wanted to lead his own charge, right? Wanted to tr- blaze his own trails. And so he stayed there. He got, he got that, you know, meant he got... He got that modeled to him by Dirk, right? Dirk was the model of that. Kobe, maybe, maybe as well, but Kobe wanted out at one point. Kobe was was asking. He almost got traded to the Clippers at one point during his career. But Pistons. So between between the two of them, I think, and hopefully Dirk more so, he was he had that model to him. And he got to see up close at times Dirk's final farewell season in Dallas. He, you know, he probably saw all the coverage in that, saw all what everyone was saying about him most recently. Then Kobe, he got to see that. And now he's staying and decided to stay in his own place. And so Dirk modeling that may have caused Giannis to want to stay and want to build something and write that Instagram post and wanted to stay in Milwaukee. The other time that Dirk caused the Mavs to miss out on Giannis was the draft, 2013 draft. Remember, this is a story we've talked about a lot. It's one of the biggest what-ifs. We've done a couple what-if pods you know, each offseason about it. The Mavs were going to draft Giannis. Donnie Nelson wanted to draft Giannis. Mark Cuban admits this on pretty much every radio hit he does, that he wanted to draft Giannis. He did it on the Bill Simmons podcast, like, today, <laughs> Tuesday. Yeah. He mentioned that. And he Donnie Nelson wanted to draft Giannis. Cuban said no and decided to trade up. They did the Shane Larkin thing, and uh, they decided to save some cap space so that they could try to get Dwight Howard instead so that they could – Compete now and win a title for Dirk, right? So it's twice. Dirk was part of the cause of missing out on Giannis. A little bit of a stretch, but I thought that it was interesting that those are both connected. <laughs> Don't you put that negative on Dirk. But uh, <laughs> Hey, no, no, because no negatives to star, say about Dirk. Only real stars stay with their, with their team. So, Ooh. Damn. You're not a real star if you don't stay with your team? I'm just kidding. I'm Don't just you have kidding. a Jordan Wizards jersey? Oh, I know. I'm just oh, kidding. Okay. I'm just kidding. Okay. So, uh, well, let me ask you this quick question, real quick. As far as I don't want like 30 seconds, real quick, off the top of your head, who has the brighter future post Giannis mm. extension? Dallas, Miami, Toronto. Rank them. Man, ranking them. I- I'll put Dallas number one just because of Luca. Think yeah. Miami's 
number two then for sure, and then and then Toronto. You could because Miami's in the East. They just went to the finals. They have both a present and a future. Yeah, that's a little brighter, and they're in the definitely that they're in the East. I think you could put Miami ahead of of the Mavs, but Jimmy Butler's gonna start aging, right? Jimmy Butler's not. You know, he's not 26 anymore. He's, what is he, 31, 32? Yeah, 31. And after that, they have Bam, Tyler Hero. They don't really have this, like, young core. Some people talk about, you know, if you ever see any, you know, Heat fans, they're like, we can't trade our young core for James Harden. What's your young core besides Bam and Hero? (laughs) Apparently, Tyler Hero is the next. Untouchable, yeah. Clay Thompson of the world. But I think one of the biggest things of good things for this situation, and this will segue here into our, uh, our next thing it eliminates all of the stuff and all of the talk it eliminates content for us for the next <laughs> eliminates year. jokes mostly i feel like we've done mostly <laughs> jokes we've done a couple pods to be honest but. it eliminates hours nick will spend on photoshops uh <laughs> it eliminates twitter joke eliminates every bit of speculation for the jump and espn and everybody Aww. for the next year r.i.p uh, jump it, speculation and it allows fans and the organization to move on and it allows them to like, all right, now we can truly see, because even though we've talked about, and we're going to talk about here right now, like other ways they can improve this roster next off season or whatever it is. I think it does still, it, it does allow them to look a little bit. It widens the range a little bit of what they can do from here on out to where there might be a deal that crosses their phones in the next couple of weeks or a month that they might have kind of pushed off to the side a little bit of saying, all right, how much would this deal have really made us you know, better in to where it's worth risking Giannis to where now they might consider it a little bit more, whatever that deal is. So I think that it does free the Mavericks and it frees the Mavs fans too of like, all right, now <laughs> we can kind of move on and turn that page. I want to free, free me of this curse, Dallas Mavericks. <laughs> One of the reasons why Isaac and I were so okay with like dry powder, right? Like clearing the powder, clearing the cap space for 2021 and trying to, what is it? The clearing dry powder. (laughs) You and I are so good at these sayings. (laughs) No, I thought you were cracking a joke on somebody. (laughs) One of the reasons why we were, we were so okay with it, even if it it caused them to miss out on a couple of, you know, minor, basically minor players was that you have to take a chance on Giannis, right? If you were yeah, able yes. to do that, if you have the opportunity, we would be more upset with them if they just signed Danilo Gallinari, right, to $20 million a year and then missed out on a chance of Giannis. Oh, what would have been? They could have got Giannis. At least they went for it. And in this scenario, the one that's th- this timeline, that's not the darkest timeline, might seem like it is, but this actual timeline, this this universe, Giannis signed early. And so the Mavericks can now, like Isaac said, shift their eyes, shift their gaze to something else and not just be all in on Giannis and then miss out on everything. Like last summer when everyone was all upset that the Mavericks were all in on Danny Green and then missed out on a bunch of other free agents and then raged about how they didn't do anything in the offseason. So now they can they can change their, their gaze to something else. So I think that that is a positive for the Mavericks. I think it would have been okay if they just went for Giannis, though. You have to take that chance. You just have to. And I think yes. that everybody everybody should understand that. But you also have to understand the ramifications of it. So now they can shift their gaze. So what's what's an avenue you think that they should go uh, now that, you know, where do, where do they go from now, basically? It was Giannis, 100%. That was the number one plan. What do you think should be the number one plan now? 
Yeah, it's kind of hard to tell. I mean, I think your number one mindset, number one plan is until Luca signs that you know rookie extension uh, next off season for the most part. Until he signs that, you have the window is open, and you have to spend that money because if you don't spend the money, then his extension is going to take up that money. So you need to spend that money, and I think you're just waiting for that opportunity, whether it's free agency, whether it's a trade, the next whether it's a deal. Yes, uh, a restricted free agent type of thing. I think you're waiting for that situation to happen to where you can pounce on it and say, "All right, let's go, let's go get that guy." And that's what I'm intrigued by. And I think one, you know, we naturally let's just look at next offseason, 2021 free agency, and the guys who can be free agents because quietly, or I say quietly, there's been some extensions handed out over the past week yeah. or so that have taken some names off the board. And how about this? How about after the break, we can talk about the guys that uh, have been extended that are now off the board and maybe some names that are possible for, for Dallas. But before we do that, Isaac Harris, Built Go is the best product from Built Bar that gets you on the go, that gets you to break through that wall. They are awesome. I took one when I went to a Disney World and you just, you know, you get to that that one phase of your day where you're out and you're, you know, out in the sun and you're like, okay, I'm just, I just got to keep going. You just want to have more fun. You force yourself to have more fun. And Build Go helps me do that. It combines the collagen protein with the caffeine as well, the energy gel. So you get both of those. They're in these little 1.5 ounce packages. Put them in your golf bag. Put them in your briefcase. Put them in your pocket even. Even if you're wearing skinny jeans like Isaac, who's a youth pastor, who definitely owns a pair of skinny jeans because he's a youth pastor. It's like a five-hour energy without the same crash feeling. Plus, it's natural, so it's better for your body. Three delicious flavors. I love the chocolate mint. There's also peanut butter, honey, and chocolate coconut. Go get Built Go right now. Combines energy gel with collagen protein. Collagen protein is fast-absorbing, so it gets into your system fast. Plus, it's easier on your stomach. Visit BuiltGo.com. Use the promo code LOCKED. You'll get 20% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKED for 20% off at BuiltGo.com. Built Go. Let's go. All right, Isaac Harris, where do the Mavs go from here? Now that Giannis Antetokounmpo has signed his extension, we're going to talk about where the Mavericks go from here. And NBA fans, listen up. The NBA Lockdown NBA podcast is getting you ready for the start of the regular season with a special week of team preview podcasts all this week, plus waiver wire additions from Lockdown Fantasy and rookies to watch from draft guru Chad Ford. We'll be tuning in. Today, Wednesday, December 16th, is the Southwest Division. So Isaac and I are on that. So go subscribe to Lockdown NBA today. Are you waiting on me, or are you still doing ad read? <laughs> Where do the maps go from here? Um, okay, so extensions handed out over the past week. It Some was going names. So, it was going so well. <laughs> you even teased so, the break. I mean, man, we were. I tried to tease the break. We were a well-oiled machine until it was just like completely stopped, and the break. We pads just need more pods off. underneath our belt. We need more experience. <laughs> Ten thousand hours. Here we go. <laughs> this twenty twenty one free agent class has been praised for a long time, but now some names are off the board. Paul Decimated. George. Uh, not that and some of these names, you know, we not necessarily Mavericks would want, but like Paul George, LeBron, Gordon Hayward, Adams, Schroeder, uh, Will Barton, Monty Morris. These are all guys just, I just listed off the top of my head when I was looking at teams that I know of that got extensions that could have been free agents next off season. So, that takes them off the board, takes Giannis off the board, obviously. So now, what are some of the names left for next summer? 
you have the Kawhi Leonard situation with Paul George locked up in in LA. I would assume like if the Clippers and Kawhi came to a contract extension before next week, would you be shocked? Like I wouldn't be shocked if he signs. Yeah. If he signed an extension like Paul George, like I wouldn't be blown away by it. Um, but he could. I mean, we don't know. I would assume. I'm just assuming that he'd stay in L.A. But you look at a guy like Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday's probably going to sign a huge extension in Milwaukee. They're probably going to like give him close to the max because you can't trade for him and give up what you did and then risk him leaving. So I think he but signs he, a huge. Extension. Did he sign up to go there? We don't know that. True, but. I think they will hand him the t- very top, top dollar to stay there. And him at his age, I don't, I mean, I guess if I'm just him, like, what else do you want? If you're going to play for a title every year and you're going to be dang near close to a max contract over the age of 30, then uh, that, that, I think that's like a dream scenario. How about playing with a guy that can actually win you a title? <laughs> yeah. Let's Are we already starting to throw Giannis shade on this? Play? He's dead to me. Uh, but some, but some other guys, like I'm not really that interested in at the moment, like Rudy Gobert, uh, he no. still hasn't signed an extension yet. No, like we, people have tried to do that. Uh, some names that like some older point guards, like Kyle Lowry, Mike Conley, they'll be unrestricted free agents next summer, but they're in their thirties. I mean, I, I could see them like giving a contract to them, but you know, it's a guy like, I mean, we've talked about this a thousand times before. It's Victor Oladipo, right? I mean, if Victor Oladipo comes out and he has a bigger season, there's he's the at type least, of fit. There's at least three people that just turned the podcast off. They're like, I'm so sick of hearing about Victor Oladipo. I wanted Giannis, and now this is what we get instead is Victor Oladipo. But, but I'm just saying, like, of the guys, like Victor Oladipo, I'm just saying he would fit better than a Rudy Gobert, better than a – right. guys, don't do it, Andre Drummond. We're done. Um, I don't expect Paul, you know, I mean, uh, Chris Paul or Blake Griffin to opt out. I would, if Dallas doesn't trade for one of those guys, you could see Dallas do a thing like what Atlanta just did, except Dallas is an actual good team to where you go into <laughs> talk about shade throw. <laughs> I, mean, I always show th- shade at the Hawks. Uh, but it's like you look what Atlanta did this past offseason. They went and handed two, you know, they got. Two good guys, not stars, but two good guys in Gallinari and Bogdanovich that they handed a decent amount of money to because they had a lot of cap space. You could see Dallas do that next offseason to where they say, all right, if they don't get a guy like an Oladipo or, or trade for another big star, you could say, all right, we just met, let's just assume Dallas just made it to the second round of the playoffs. <laughs> and, you know, the second round, now let's go out and spend on two big, more like bigger pieces that can be a part of a rotation. Let's go out and, you know, get two guys at 15 to 18 a year or something like that. And we might freak out and say, hey, this is an overpay for UNs or whoever. But that could be, I think that's, that could be a route they go is like the Hawks route, except. They would do it after coming off a second round you know, playoff series. Another positive of that is keeping Josh Richardson, right? If yeah. in, in this Giannis scenario, Josh Richardson is a goner. They can't sign him. They, they have to denounce his cap holds, and he would have to he would have to turn down his player option, which is like ten million, which would work right. It's ten or twelve million. He's ex- yeah, it's like eleven million. Expected to turn that down, and so he would turn that down. Then the Mavericks wouldn't be able to re-sign him because they wouldn't have his rights. And so in this scenario, without a max guy, if they just do a couple of B-level guys and then keep Josh Richardson, that's huge. I mean, that's massive because then all of a sudden you're building a deeper team. You're upgrading at spots that you want to upgrade on. The other angle that I think could be really good for the Mavericks is 
there are some expiring contracts from some stars that go into 2021. So not the guys that are going to be free agents in 2021. Guys that have, you know, for example, James just James Harden has a player option for the 2022 season. So he'll be an expiring contract basically in 2021 offseason. Another other guys that have this Harden, Westbrook, Durant, which is interesting. All those guys could be potential free agents in 2022. And they could all go to the same place, which would be wild if some team just completely cleared their books. Curry is an unrestricted free agent in 2022, so he's an expiring contract. Bradley Beal, Kemba Walker, and Jimmy Butler all have player options in 2022, so they'll all be expiring contracts. And Zach Levine will be an unrestricted free agent in 2022. This is all 2022 guys. But what where it could benefit the Mavericks is if any of these guys hates their situation, something happens, you know, they want to get out, they, they demand a trade. All of a sudden, the Mavericks are trading for one of those guys into their max cap space that they've created, and the trade would be depreciated. They wouldn't, you know, the other team wouldn't demand as much because it's an expiring contract, and it's not going to yeah. be like the Anthony Davis situation or even the James Harden situation now because those guys don't have team control, and so the the team might just be concerned, oh, man, we're going to lose this guy for nothing in a year, or we could just get something out of the Mavs, a couple draft picks or even a couple yeah. of the Mavs young guys, if Tyrell Terry's looking good, if Josh Green's looking good, some of these guys, they could just trade for him now. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that angle. I haven't put much thought into it. And I haven't seen hardly anybody talk about that angle to it of trading for a guy that's unexpiring because we've all been focused on contracts that end uh, before the 2021 offseason. Um, guys move. I mean, we've seen so yeah, many guys move, yeah. right? Bradley Beal's going to be at the end of his deal. If the Westbrook thing doesn't work out and he wants out, all of a sudden Brad Beal could be a target for the Mavericks. And he'd just have one year left on his deal. And so the Wizards wouldn't have a ton of, you know, they wouldn't have a ton of different, uh, you know, options for him. And I don't know if they would have a ton of suitors because they'd be, the, the team trading for him might be worried that he wouldn't resign there. Yeah, it's true. And, and I wonder you know, just focusing on these, you know, the Giannis teams, let's say Dallas, Toronto, uh, Miami, does this push them to make any type of bigger trade uh, before this trade deadline? Do, does this push Miami to maybe push more all in for James Harden? Does this push uh, Toronto to try to swing for something? Does this push Dallas? Does Dallas, I mean, okay, would you be thoroughly shocked if before the deadline, Dallas trades for Oladipo? Before the you deadline, know, like the, if Dallas if, trades for Oladipo, I w- I wouldn't be if shocked. He's like looking, it, I'd be a little surprised. But like that's the type of thing to where like they might not they might not do it before Giannis, but would they try to do it? You know now because since Giannis is off the table, they're like all right, try to get a head start on Oladipo free agency if he's looking good at that point. The, that's the type of thing. Yeah. Would they would would they consider Zach Levine at this point? <laughs> you know, like that's <laughs> they the, did already. You know, <laughs> they considered, but him. like that. You know, Dallas has uh, notoriously upgraded the roster through trades. And there's, yeah. you know, there's names out there. And it's like, all right, would they consider X name um, moving forward? Look at some of these restricted guys, too, that could be restricted free agents next summer. Well, that have a deadline that's coming up next week, the 21st, that we have to see if they're going to get extensions. Will John Collins, will OG Ananobi, will Laurie Markinen, will Jonathan Isaac. I know Isaac has the ACL stuff, but like, um, will Lonzo Ball, you know, some of these guys <laughs> that uh, if they don't get extensions by the 21st, they're going to be restricted free agents next summer in 2021. And like, yeah, I mean, how, signing trades with the, you know, guys yep. like that could happen. And so, I would expect some a couple of those guys to get an extension before next week, but there's this. The moral of the story with this thing is we've said all along it wasn't just Giannis or bust. Yep, they do have a window. 
I do want to recognize that if they miss the window and they don't add, you know, use the space uh, in a significant way, I think that will be a missed opportunity, but I don't expect them to miss that opportunity. I think they will go get something, whether we all agree with it or not, whether everybody, which that's impossible, not everybody <laughs> will agree with it in the fan base, but I will expect them to do something, whether it is going after somebody next summer in free agency, whether it is swinging for somebody in a trade, targeting somebody in that 2021 uh, expiring class like you were talking about, finding the next situation. Who's the next unhappy star? Who's the who's the next team that underperforms? Like, look what happened last year. Uh, kind of, well, Houston a little bit, but like, what's that next team? There's only so many teams that can make it further in the playoffs. And I feel like we have like 15 teams that were like, Hey, they're going to make a deep run. Well, not everybody can make a deep run in the playoffs. So somebody's going to underperform. Some team's going to start, you know, shopping a guy on the market. So I think there's a, a ton of ways for Dallas to, um, capitalize, I guess, in this window, if that's the word, over the next how many ever months before Lucas Anza extensions. Did you say cap capitalize? Yeah, I guess that's not the right cap word. Cap space is opportunities. Cap space is not yes. just sign a guy outright. There's other things you can do with it, which is what we mentioned. By the way, other free agents. So you mentioned guys that are going to be available. Kawhi Leonard, Drew Holiday, Oladipo, Gobert, Dinwiddie, Kyle Lowry, um, and then, yeah, you have like your DeRozans, your Comleys, your Aldridge's, your Adamses, <laughs> your Nurkic's. Nurkic is an interesting name. So there you go. There's some there's some older vets too. Like what? Yeah. how much does some of these older vets have in the tank next summer that if you're just looking to spread your money around to add other pieces, what does Derrick Rose and PJ Tucker uh, and Mike Conley, Kyle Lowry's of the world, like how much do these guys have left in the tank? And if you go out trying to get two or three of your pieces and split up all the money and you walk away with Kyle Lowry and you know, Serge Ibaka or Kelly Oubre or Dinwiddie. And it's like none of the sexy names that we talk about. But if you spend your money next offseason, add like three pieces to a team that just made the second round of the playoffs, um, that could, you know, be something. So there's just a, a ton of directions this team can go. But like you said, cap space brings this flexibility and brings these opportunities that if you didn't have the cap space, uh, you would not have those opportunities. Absolutely. There you go. Guys, that is Locked on Maps. Join us tomorrow and for the rest of the, the week and for the rest of the season when we do every single post game. Hang out with us after the game. We will be posting. So check out that. Also, go check out Locked on Bets today. It's a new gambling betting podcast for the Locked on Network. And then uh, also check out Locked on NBA podcast. There's a preview for the Southwest Division. Isaac and I are on that. Guys, thanks so much for listening to Locked on Maps. Boom. What would Yanni's rapper name be? So, uh, you go first. I go first? Lil G. Lil G? <laughs> no. What was it? Sexy chocolate. <laughs>